time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Flipto and Dante. Hi, I'm Commander Chen and Tara. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this time we've been playing War with the Evil Power Master. Um, we've got no business, so Mark, it's your turn ah, to read the box. Right, so this is one of those choose-your-own-adventure style... Yes, so it's in the same series as House of Danger, and it's also yeah. written by the same... Well, the book is written so by... Is based on an actual book. R.A. Montgomery, right. again. Okay. Choose-your-own-adventure. Can you defeat the evil Power Master? The evil Power Master will destroy the galaxy, but not if you and your friends can stop him, make risky choices, collect bizarre data, and face mortal challenges... Or to save the Lacunian system from doom. Play it again and again to uncover more secrets and more exciting endings. Uh, explore the galaxy, make choices, face challenges, race to the end. Discover your own game ending. Ages 10 plus, one or more players. There you go. So, yes, it's like House of Danger in that it's each card is made up of, like, you know, pages of the book and you read them through. However, we have a board here that's like a map of the universe with different planets and each planet has a different story deck so as you choose where to go you work through the story of that planet uh, before moving on to another planet and basically it's it's a race game isn't it we've got to complete our signal bar before the evil power master completes his bar uh, and you know solving different quests on each planet either if we win them you know we get boosts to our bar if we fuck them up the evil power master gets boosts to his bar and it's sort of a race to see who can complete their bar first isn't it so house of danger was like <laughs> chapters weren't they yes like each deck was like a chapter of the book that you read through and made choices yes so it's similar to that with each planet sort of like the chapter as it were yes but then you've got this yeah this extra sort of actual board game element yes of it you as move well. right. and i guess because with house of danger you have to play through the chapters in order but this one you can visit the planets in any order that you want and it's, it's like, well, just like a choose-your-own-adventure book. You yeah. can go back all the different times you play it and choices and stuff. It's yes. different every time. And, that, and it's worth saying, we got to the end of the game and we only visited three out of the nine planets, didn't we? Yeah. So there's actually plenty of scope. There's six planets that we haven't even been to. So who knows? Play to win. Now, the first thing I noticed... Oh, here we go. Is, no. What's wrong? No, nothing's wrong. <laughs> no. It just tonally, this seemed quite different to House of Danger. Like, it's, I, Well, it's a space one, and you don't really think of the Choose Your Own Adventures as like a space story. No. They like haunted houses. Well, but what I was going to say... That's why I wasn't sure if this was even based on a real Choose Your Own Adventure 80s book, but yeah, it must have been. it is. Because when I was... It's like sort of Flash Gordon-y. Yes. But what I was going to say is that, well I, well, I remember, I seem to remember House of Danger being fairly serious-ish. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what that's what I was surprised this at. Had this had lots one, of this silly is like jokes. Comedy, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe they've added a few bits because I can't. It doesn't even seem like it was written in the eighties. It's too silly. Well, they did use the word rad. <laughs> they had a selfie stick as well. Oh yes. So I think they might have updated a few bit. Maybe the basics are. Yeah, but, but it's a rip off just... of like Flash Gordon and Star Wars and stuff. So you can probably see this happening in the eighties. Yes. But no, I didn't know Choose Your Own Adventure. I thought they were all like haunted houses or back in history or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. I think the silliness of some of it threw me a little bit. It didn't necessarily like once I got my head around the fact that it was a okay. There's jokes and there's silly things. Like someone was stroking a banana like it was a cat or something, and it had yeah weird legs. It was a banana with legs and yeah. teeth. Um. So yeah. That, yeah, it's it an took odd me choice a while to Is this the only other one available? Yes. It's an odd choice. I mean, it's completely different to House of Danger, so maybe it that's is. why, but... 
I mean, it's not what you think of as when we looked up for R.A. Montgomery last time and he'd written like 80 something of them. Yeah. Um, you know, you're right. This does seem like an odd choice. <laughs> he says we can't enter, Dante translates, unless we best him in combat. Fucking hell. No problem, Chen says, cracking his knuckles. The samurai bows and then produces a set of playing cards and folds out a small table. Poor translation. My bad, Dante says. We need to best him in a game of Go Fish. Getting closer, she sees that the man is petting a cat-like banana. A closer look shows it's an actual banana with four legs, a tail, and a mouthful of fangs. <laughs> Dante, help! Tariel's pointing at the you break it, you buy it sign, horrified. Silicon glassware is known throughout the system as the finest and most expensive in the galaxy. Dante extends two arms and latches onto the falling glassware. Lacoose didn't give us the budget to cover stuff like that, Tara says, fanning her face. <laughs> Tara sounds like a dumb bitch. His gangly legs bump another display, sending a glass banana monster sculpture fly. What is it with banana monsters? The cacophony of colours cascading off cut glass construction. Fucking outside has nothing on the multicolored mayhem manufactured by a museum of mirrors the glass ground softens and grabs at their feet everyone begins to sink it's quick glass yells flipto <laughs> flipto and i work there we listened to fish and one fan is waving a copy of flipto's self-published poetry volume and begging him to read from it the droid pops open his top and the martian busies himself the sound is himself busies himself oh <laughs> Make it out to my cousin, Carol Powermaster. Huge fan. <laughs> Carol <Don't>, Powermaster. <laughs> yeah. Don't look, Chen says, even gazing upon the on them causes hyperglycemia. <laughs> but you know, hyperglycemia is not enough sugar, not the other way around. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> dodgy humour aside, as you said, it works very much like a choose-your-own-adventure. There's sort of two sorts of choices... There's like a simple choice where you don't have to do anything. There was a few, you know, where you had more than one person. Which person do you follow? Do you go left or right? That sort of thing. But others are decided by whether you win um, a challenge or not. Now, the only sort of thing I've put on that is that there's bound, there's only going to be a limited amount of times that you can replay this before you've done every choice. Like, so we, we visited Earth, right? Yeah. We pretty much know what happens on Earth now. Well, there's a couple of choices, but then what if those choices lead to other choices? Mm, I suppose. It's the same, well, it's the same as Choose Your Own Adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be unlimited. No. So what I'm saying is there's going to come a point when well, we've visited all the, the planets, well, yeah, we've played through each planet. It's going to take years, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. not an issue, I don't think. No, fair enough. If you follow the caveman, go to Earth Story Card 2. If you follow the cowboy, go to Earth Story Card 5. I vote the cowboy. The cowboy's going to talk English, isn't he? The caveman's not going to be talking our language. Okay, required a challenge, outshoot the bandits. If you ask the cowboy about the evil power master, or if you don't trust the cowboy and want to scale the cliff. Well, it's not that fact that I don't trust him, but oh, I don't know. All right, okay, I'll ask him. We'll ask him about the evil power master. Lose. Raise EPM meter by one. Another active character must try. Are you going to continue following the suspect, or are you going to talk to the shopkeeper? It's required challenge. Hack the computer. So it's either go to plus one research or report to Congress. I'd go to press on research. We haven't reported to Congress any other time. Fuck Congress. Required a challenge. Defeat the droids. Required challenge. Disable the laser cannon. 
Now, another way this is different to House of Danger, uh, in House of Danger we were just ourselves, weren't we, investigating the house, but this time we have actual characters, the four, what are they called? Space Force, Police Force. That's the thing, because when you read a Choose Your Own Adventure, it's usually you, isn't it? Yes. Like, you do this, what do you decide? So I wonder if that if the book must be written in that way with the characters, so this person said this and decided this. Yeah, I guess That's so. That's different. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so the four members, you've got Flipto the Martian, Dante the Robot. Hara, the space lady. No, she was a congresswoman, wasn't she? Oh, was she? Although, isn't, she's not oh. wearing a top. Yes, she is. She's not. It's a V-neck. No, she is not. Look at that picture, and you can see her titular crease. You, you totally can. She is no, not wearing a top. She, she is. has got her... She is a no, congresswoman with her tits out. No, she's got her tits out. They're covered by her coat. <laughs> anyway... But, Oh no, maybe you're right. No, it's a V-neck jumper. Okay, apologies. She has not, maybe not, got her tits out. (laughs) (laughs) And Commander Chen, the commander. Yes. Um, And the way it works, so there's sort of five different... skills, attributes that you have to test against when you're doing challenges and just each character is better at some and worse at others and the idea is that you have to make a choice each time you come to a test, who is going which character is going to perform that test and then you turn them over um, you know, from active to inactive and so each sort of round of tests everyone has to do one before you reactivate them all. So that would be a strategic, you know, we were making strategic choices, weren't we? Oh, it's the eyes... I've got a plus one for eyes, so I'll do that test. So I guess, depending on the strategic choices that you made, you could find yourself either doing very well at these challenges or very badly at the challenges. Was there any sort of other tactical decision or were you just looking at who's got a plus one? Yeah, it's as basic as that, yeah. Just looking at who's got a plus one, because you, yeah, you just rolled on the dice, it's very simple. Yes. that enjoyment is compulsory. Um, so, you know, you just like House of Danger, you can find items to help you in your quest. I had some spy gear that uh, let me eavesdrop on conversations. Yeah, and you find items in your, depending on what you win and stuff, in yes. your choices. So that will add it different every time as well. Yes, true. And so, there's like, I don't know, 150 or whatever, 60 items, so... Yes, and so... Um, and there were some story cards later on, weren't there? It was just like, if you had been if you had got this card previously you get a bonus or you get a thing so i guess the order that you visit the planets if they're saying if you've got this that you could only find on earth if you hadn't been to earth yet you wouldn't have that bonus you know sort of thing so yeah there's probably more possibilities than i'm giving you credit for um yes and there was a few items that we got to use i had my fallopian (laughs) fallopian rocket fuel fallopian rocket fuel um which was useful but most of my items i had to discard because we failed tests and i failed tests you lose an item sort of thing and what items did you have i got a dinosaur egg for some reason oh because we had to give that back to the velociraptor i reckon if we didn't have that the velociraptors would have probably hurt us yeah. And anything? What's that? Candy coated. Candy coated Cronar beans. <laughs> what do they do? Um, I can just re-roll a dice. Fair enough. A dinosaur egg. Ooh. You are quick on the draw, and the bandits drop dead. Out of the lead. Wait, you just killed them. A bit harsh. <laughs> Out of the lead bandit's coat rolls a green and orange dinosaur egg, the size, shape, and colour of a really gross grapefruit. 
I'm going to use my Proxima Centauri Pain Reducer, mm. which um, discard it to reduce the challenge difficulty by one. Okay. Short range hover module. I just remembered, Dante announces, smacking his forehead. I recently installed this. A panel on his undercarriage slides open to reveal a hover module. The crew steps on and floats past the herd. Okay, if an active or inactive character has data one, three, four, skip challenge below yep. and draw data one, four, six. Rad sunglasses. Yay. Standard issue, rapid force sunglasses, optimised to make the wearer appear super rad to anyone who sees them. I'm going to discard my fallopian rocket fuel, Right. which means we only have to pay one oh, yeah. to travel. Okay. okay. Um, we're going back to velociraptors. That was the sort of second main thing I noticed. There seemed to be sort of a very random mishmash of sci-fi type stuff. I mean, we had dinosaurs that could talk with laser guns on their heads or something. Cowboys, cavemen on Earth. And then we had the planet made of glass. Well, yeah, it's a bit of everything. It's not... Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? It's a strange mix of things, but that, I think that's the idea. Yeah, I guess each planet is a di completely different sort of thing. Yeah. The evil power master is back, shouts Commander Chen to his green-skinned Martian friend Flipto, and he's still doing his evil things. Chen hands Flipto a message that just came into Rapid Force Command from a remote sector of the vast Lacunian system. The news is grim. Sudden total destruction of planet Marzina, sector 314789. Evil power master claims responsibility. Have a nice day. Flipto crumples the paper message in his three-fingered fist, his usual Martian self-control replaced by anger. Did you expect anything else, Commander? He demands. We both knew he would be back doing his evil things. I hoped we'd destroyed him in the Purple Days War, Chen says. So many lives lost. So much carnage. So much purple. <laughs> the Rapid Force officers sit in silence, remembering how the evil Power Master rallied the renegade planets that were denied entrance to the Lacunian System Alliance and led them in a rebellion. His powers must be strong again, Chen says, breaking the silence, or he would never have attacked. Your primary unit commander, says Flipto. What are your orders? Call all unit commanders to meet with the Lacunian Congress, Chen says. We must plan for our defence and maybe mount an attack. Chen and Flipto lead the other unit commanders into the Lacunian Congress. Countless voices fill the Great Hall, speaking hundreds of languages. The dread in their eyes is clear. Every conversation is about the evil power master doing a new evil thing. Chen meets with Tara, the congressional spokesperson. Tara is respected for her firmness and wisdom in Congress and for being a fierce veteran of the Purple Days War. I knew that evil drip wouldn't stay quiet for long, Tara says. Before Chen can reply, the Great Hall is silenced by a booming metallic voice. It is the voice of the evil power master. Give up, fools. Your time has come. Marzina is just a taste of my power. Give me total control of the system or more planets will perish, including Haymog, Aruth, and Earth. You have three days to comply. The Hall erupts in chaos, with representatives from across the Lacunian system all rushing to contact their homeworlds. Rapid Force is on their own now. Tara, however, is smiling. Come with me, she says. This may be the break we need. Chen is confused, but he trusts Tara. She saved his butt more than once during the war, and he'd like to continue to keep his butt intact. Tara takes Chen and Flipto to a computer room where her one-eyed, one-eyebrowed droid Dante sits in front of a console. <laughs> we got him now, Dante cries. The evil power master's message led us right to him. Almost. Tara's smile fades. Almost? He bounced the message through nine different planets, says Dante, including a base here on Lacus. He must be on one of those nine planets. We'll have to explain 
explore the planets to find where he is. Flipto looks at the readouts. The signal's too weak to pinpoint his location, he says, grabbing the last Sinistar bagel from the table. Then it will be like looking for an evil needle among nine different haystacks, Chen says, his stomach growling. Or a bacterium burrowing among nine gigantic Sinistar bagels. Flipto shoots Chen a side eye. You're not getting one bite out of this bagel, he hisses. No time for bagels, snaps Tara. We need to boost that signal. Flipto's forehead wrinkles. If we visit planets where the evil power master has been, we can collect more transmission data, he says. I can use the data to design an algorithm to boost the signal. Then we can find where he is, says Tara. Flipto and I will head out on the fizzlet, says Chen. Dante and I are coming too, says Tara. Four heads are better than two, and 18 arms are better than four, says Dante. And this bagel is gone, says Flipto, polishing off the last bite. Perhaps there was a malfunction with our hyperdrive, he says, and we somehow time-shifted into Earth's distant past. Ah, shit. Navigate through the herd of Brachiosauruses. A large pack of velociraptors with laser guns grafted onto their foreheads. Shit. Laser raptors pokes through the wreckage. You got that right. The laser raptor in charge says, What can you it train can talk now. us for it? They can talk, says Flipto. Oh. <laughs> We've been long. After an hour or so, a frost-covered uh, samurai steps in front of the crew. Fucking Preventing hell. them from going forward. We've got a convinced chip to help. The laser cannon on a platform rises out of the water, pointing straight at the sky. Fucking hell, Dave. When the smoke Clears the evil power master is gone. Draw oh. data one, two, four. Bastard. They each grab a cupcake and devour it. Expressions of pure bliss light up on their faces, but quickly turn to grimaces as their teeth begin to dissolve and fall from their mouths like snow. Their organs caramelize and their bodies shrivel into pure sugar as they crumble on the floor. Clean up on aisle five, shouts the evil power master, chuckling. You lose. The evil power master takes over control of the Lacunian system. Shit. Now, when you're on the planets, there's sort of two results. So we're trying to complete our signal tracker bar, and each planet has a face-down disk on it with a number one, 1 to 10. Um, and so the idea is if you get to the successful end of that planet, you get to turn over the disk and you add that many to your data signal. Um, or you end up, like we did on the glass planet, meeting some horrible end and, <laughs> and not yeah. filling up your... I thought we were going to die and that was the end of the story, but then you just sort of go to the next planet and Yeah, it just means you, you... You could finish there and yeah. die. You fucked up that planet and can't go back to that planet. So I guess, because we, as I said, we filled our bar after visiting three planets. But if you fucked up enough planets... You'd die. You'd die. And the evil dude would fill up his bar before you got there. Um, so, yeah, I guess there's just always that element of, is the choice I'm making going to permanently fuck up this planet and I can never go back to this planet? Um, you know, so that was quite good. A bit of pressure. Data find. Flipto fiddles with knobs to restore the image on the screen. It's looped video footage of the evil power master on Earth. The data provides excellent material to add to Flipto's algorithm. Turn over the disk and raise the signal tracker the amount shown. Choose a new planet to explore. The quick glass trap swallows a crew member whole before the rest can react. The others barely escape, but their lower bodies are encased in quick hardening glass casts. The end. Oh, that's it. We lost. Raise the EM EM meter by five. Discard the disk. Choose a new planet to explore. After the explosion a piece of a laser cannon lies on the ground near the crew it appears to be some sort of energy emitter analyzing its internal structure provides data for the tracking algorithm turn over the disc and raise signal tracker the amount shown oh yay 
If any character has one or more of the following data, raise tracker additional amount shown. 118. I've got 118. So plus 2. Uh, SI4. S14. Yeah, I've got S14. So, well, that's it. As the game goes on, the tests get harder. So when your signal bar is quite low, the challenge is four. You have to get four or more to win a test. But the stronger your signal, the harder the tests go, up until challenge level six, where you have to roll a six to succeed. But during the final showdown, we had one that was challenge level seven, didn't we? Yeah, that was on the final chapter. So though. that would mean you would you would have to have a bonus. So you'd have to have collected loads of items on your way, really. Yeah, otherwise it's impossible yeah. to win. I mean, even with the bonus, we lost it, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> but um, so yeah, that's a good way of sort of upping the stakes, isn't it? It starts off easy, but the closer you get to the end, I guess by that time it's assumed that you do have items to help you and that you need them to uh, succeed. A fun workforce is a one workforce. So once we'd filled our bar, that meant we discovered where the evil power master was hiding. And that was a bit I actually really liked because the final location of where he was hiding is random depending on what planet we were on at the time. It said, look at the back card of your current planet. So depending on where we were when we filled our bar, if we were on a different planet, then the evil power master would be in a completely different place. And I guess we'd have a completely different final showdown. Um, we got the final showdown called, what was it? Cupcakes of Doom. Yeah, really which odd. Which... I think almost that was a bit too silly. I'd be in, I would like to get this actual book and see if it's in the book or they've just yeah. taken it from the game. <laughs> yes. But like, so we were about to have this big final battle and then, what was it? Loads of fans came in wanting our autograph. Because yeah. I guess we're, like what are we called? Space Forcey people. Yeah. Yeah. I can't find the name of us. Commander Chen. Police Force, Space Force, Le Rapid Force. Mm. That's what we're called. So all these fans came and then we signed all these autographs but then the evil power master had some magical cupcakes and just looking at the cupcakes made you rot and that's how we lost. The book was 1984 apparently. Oh, well, there you go. 1984. Any listeners, has anyone got War with the Evil Power Master or read War with the Evil Power, Ma power Master? If you have, get in touch, let us know. Does it have selfie sticks, banana cats and um, cupcakes of doom? You know, let us know. I almost, but as I was saying, I almost think that was a bit too silly. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't like the epic mm. showdown, good versus evil that I was uh, thinking of. Maybe per chance. Um, what did you think of the of the ending or the storyline just in general? Yeah, I thought there was quite a lot of. I can't remember in the other one if there was so much text before you had to make decisions. Like on the Earth one, there was like what three decisions out of yeah. nine cards or so. But as I got into it, it, you sort of get into the story and I guess I like making the decisions. Yeah, I guess yeah. what this has over no what this what House of Danger has because House of Danger is always in the house yeah. you don't need those big like, passages yeah. of descriptions so but here for this like, one choose your next planet where you're going to go are you going to get a spaceship are you going to like yeah each planet something else but each planet comes with a big text heavy introduction yeah, doesn't a lot. it i, I thought maybe through. there's just a little bit too much text and not enough game yeah that's all but again at its heart it is it's a storytelling game, isn't it? Yeah, and like you can do you... this one player. Yes. Like reading the book, but interactive, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please make sure you read your phone quota. Cool. Okay, well, shall we frag? Yeah. All right, then. Fun. Mm, I'm going to say five. 
It is fun. I was going to go for especially. Well, you have to be in the right four. mood to read the story. Yes. You, it's not like a a very quick game in that sense. Like if it like you could read that on your own and go through it and play on your own or a few people. If you had like loads of people, hmm. or if you like you take it in turns, everyone reads a planet or something, reads a chapter of the book. In yeah, because we were, we were alternating. But you've got to be you know in the mood to sit and listen for a few pages of dialogue. Yes, because we were alternating, weren't we? Each time yeah. we went to a new planet, we swapped. It's not like an action game. No. Uh, okay. Replayability. Oh, well, that's five because there's so. That's the whole idea of it. I went for three. Three. Yeah. I know. I think. I think you've got this wrong. Just because. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm saying it has not got unlimited replays. Well, I think not unlimited, but none, well, no, none so of there's... the games. Have. It's got more replay than other games. But it's what... designed for replay. But I guess what I'm saying is, unlike other like simple games, you know, like. Um, I don't know, just a simple board game. I'm looking, I'm just looking at the shelf and seeing the Fireball Island box, right? That has replayability in the sense that, you know, it's always going to be different, whatever, you know, different players, whoever you play with are going to go different ways and do different things and whatever. But this, like I said earlier, yes, it might take a very, very, very lot amount of plays, but eventually you are going to get to a point where you have had every bit of story and once you've done that there is no point playing it again surely um uh, yeah but it will take a long time yes but it, it will happen okay yeah okay fine <laughs> okay okay i think 3 is a bit low though all right sorry <laughs> um aesthetic well the, you know the cards and the illustrations and everything are like the 80s book um so everything fits and the, the font is and everything so i mm, four yeah i went for four as well i mean it's not like colorful or anything no it's, it's your it's like black and white book but that's fine but it does have i mean like it's not just pages of text like each no, card does come with a little illustration yeah, picture yeah, sort yeah. of thing so it's yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. cool uh, and gameplay oh really simple your instructions on the cards are nice big clear cards <laughs> yeah uh, no I like it um, I'm going to say five I also went for five there was nothing mm, the little board's nice yeah. yeah there was nothing difficult to understand yeah. and it was all sort of self-explanatory wasn't it yeah well, it was basically do this like, yeah, go then to go page, to this whatever, card or go do to this card whatever yeah cool well, that gives it quite I mean quite high I think 17.5 Mm, okay. So yeah, that's pretty good for War with the Evil Power Master. Yeah, um, was it a win or not? I'm gonna say yes. Cool. I think I said the other one was House of Dead. Or maybe not, I don't House know. Of, House of Dead? Well, whatever it was called. <laughs> what, the House of Haunted House. <laughs> or I don't know what. House of Danger. House of Danger, yeah. Um, I'm in a new notebook, so I cannot immediately... Mm, I think I probably did, because I do. it was fun. It, choose your own adventures. Check this one. Fun. I will listen back and find out what you said. Are there other ones coming up of these? Um, well, I did have a look on the website. There's nothing currently, um, you know, on the cards as it were. <laughs> um, so I don't know, but you'd think, well, with over 100 yeah. Choose Your Own Adventure well, yeah, books just, to choose from. Yeah, out. Maybe. But then again, it's like you said earlier, this one is very different. I think maybe you would get, a set, if you did more, some of them would just be the same game, but with a different story. Whereas oh, at least true, this had yeah. the different mechanic of choosing yeah, your characters and moving 
moving around. Shot. I reckon universe. the next one will be like a historical one. Okay. <laughs> or you could do this with like Goosebumps books or something. You could, well, you know. give yourself Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like any kind of book series could turn itself into a game like this. Yeah, well, I guess you just, you take the book and you make each page a card. Or you could <laughs> do, you know, your Jane Austen or something. You could. Choose your own adventure, Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Choose your own prejudice. <laughs> Choose your own prejudice. But yeah, you could, couldn't you? You could. It'd be like the page, the cards like the page of the novel, and then you, or Charles Dickens one or something. Yes. You could lend this to all sorts of genres. Absolutely. Yeah, you just get anything that you've got a book. You can turn it into this. You yeah. don't even need to make it into cards. You could just yeah. rip the pages rip out pages, of the book. Yeah. And there you go. Each one is a is a card. Mm. Yes. Okay. Well, I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non-relinquum in Arca Aperculo. Unless it's got limited endings. (laughs) (laughs) But like you said, contradicting myself, it's going to take us a long time to get through all those endings, but it will happen. It's like the end of the world. It's going to take a while, but it's a guaranteed inevitability. (laughs) Well, there we go. How cheery is that? Um, Right. Uh, I best do, I'll do the bump for you can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun you can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised we are still planning at some point to do a listener's choice episode although um, that has been pushed back because of our kids on bikes storyline oh yeah uh, which has been coming out recently um, but yes cool thanks for listening also oh, I suppose we should also mention well you know that Cardiff Wales back on proper lockdown so that's pissed over a few sort of plans hasn't it our Sopio campaign We'll have to pause for a bit. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> Good. Well, <laughs> there you go. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Ludophiles. Shit, I almost said, I forgot to say Ludophiles. Oh, I was like, what? Bye, Ludophiles. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like Ludophiles had just come in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Ludophiles. Ludophiles? Oh my God, Ludophiles. Am I making a cake? Now is the time when we stop. Good night. Good night.